0: Coming up next on the Weekly Pass, we've got NBA Finals, Stanley Cup, and all things hockey here. We've got our great guest, Jim Fox here, former NHL player and color analyst for the LA Kings. All that and more coming up next. And now, let
1: the buzz begin.
0: Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. I'm Bonnie Jalafflin. Kings all the way. Yeah. Right? Beginning <laughs> of the third period, our special guest knows all about this song. You know, it's nice that we have something different hockey. I love that we yeah. have a hockey. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's well, always NBA. It's so. always
2: NBA, and I am the hockey champion on this wonderful panel, and I'm so excited that we have the amazing Jim Fox, and we will be introducing him in just a moment, but there's just so much going on right so now So much going hockey. on.
0: You can catch us at BJL Weekly Pass, yeah. and myself at BJ Laughlin on Twitter, and at Bonnie Joe on Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. and then Becky Sotero and yep.
3: David Bloom. David H. Bloom. That's yeah, right. you know it.
0: Whoop. That's right. Oh my gosh, let's dive into some NBA, you guys. Yes. Can we please? Well, first of all, I want to make sure <gasps> that we uh, send our condolences to the 49ers, and um, yes. And uh, Dwight Clark and his family—he was actually a very dear friend of mine. So I don't want to get too much mm-hmm. into it, but it was um, mm-hmm. a struggle he'd been dealing with with ALS, and um, he finally mm-hmm. lost that battle um, last night. So if you can, uh, you know, maybe go and donate to ALS—it's a horrible disease. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll I'll leave that. But um, I got back from Game One and Two of the NBA yes, Finals. Yes, how was it? Amazing. Probably. Gosh, the best, you know, I've seen a lot of finals Mm -hmm. in my days covering, you know, the NBA and working for the Lakers. But this game one was just phenomenal. It was crazy. I don't know, Jim, if you watched it or – but that game one is probably, you know, the craziest game one I've ever seen with the controversial call at the end. J.R. Smith deciding he wants to, like, take (laughs) a walk. I don't know where he was going. Maybe get some Hennessy. Um, But – it was a lot. There was so much. And the fact that the game was so close where mm-hmm. a lot of people did not think it was going to be that close of a game. I
2: mean, a free throw was the telling
0: well, tale well, of George this. Well, George Hill needs to make... You know, yeah, there's I a mean, lot of things. He needs to make both got to your free throws. Yeah. But still, I think JR's got the mm-hmm. lowest basketball IQ in uh, the NBA history.
1: Mm. Call a timeout, someone. <laughs> well,
0: he yeah. And then the best part of it is that he says, I don't know why Coach Lou didn't call a timeout. You can call a timeout. Yeah. This yeah. isn't yeah. AAU. Yeah. Yeah. But you
1: know what? <laughs> Guy's on the line. He's got one more to hit. You have to plan if he misses. Thank you. And if he, if he misses and you do get the rebound, you've got call a timeout. Uh, yes. Call a timeout. You're the coach. No. You're the guy that yeah. doesn't have to worry about anything right. else than figuring that out. I think but, there's a little yeah. responsibility there. Right. But That's he true. He, no, it's right. I he, mean, but he An error. Right. He, exactly. He
0: should have made, you know, I don't know. I just... When he started dribbling crazy away Chaos. from the basket, I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. No one knew what he was doing. And the Warriors fans were like, oh, this is awesome. Jarrett Smith just. And LeBron's you know, just sitting there watching. It I knew exactly what
1: morning. was happening. Yeah. I mean, I, in True. my mind, is he thinks yeah. the game's mm-hmm. over. Right? Sure. Trying to yeah. dribble it out? I mean, if, yeah. the, if they're up. Uh,
0: did sure. you see LeBron's face? Like, yeah. he, I, mean, oh, I know he was I, ready. as everyone knows on this, you know, show that I'm not, not a fan a, of mm. LeBron James, and this is the first time where I felt really bad. For Me him. too. Scores 51 points, yep. still not enough, right? And does everything,
2: and he still can't get a. You know, this help. was this was a statement game for him. He was so strong, and yet to yeah. lose it in that moment, and I, they had that game. They had the game, regardless yep. of the,
0: you know, the call that they, you know, it was a block or charge, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was still in the hands of the Cavs. It was
3: right there, and. A, yeah. Out of this series, I mean, it's only been two games, but mm-hmm. what you can speculate over the years is that's, like, I mean, going last year, that's one of the closest the Cavs have ever come mm-hmm. to actually having, like, a nice little place in this series. And it was just, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you're right. You always got to plan for if that shot's missed. Right. Because you look, and funny, I know you've been to <laughs> Oracle. They have scoreboards everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. When you're right. at the line and you're standing there, you <laughs> look and say, okay, it's 107-107. There's about five seconds left, I can do this, do this. Then if you, on the off chance, you Mm -hmm. get the offensive rebound, you say, okay, we still have the timeout. I can call it. I can do that. It's just LeBron has one of the best basketball IQs I've ever seen in a Mm -hmm. player, which is why. Well, that's the extremes. You see JR, and then you see Mm -hmm. I respect him so much, but just I feel so bad for the guy when he plays with people who can't level his IQ or even come close to it.
2: Well, that's been the story of the team, though, in general, is that he's been carrying this team. We know this. so. But he would uh, he, think that his players are working with them, not. <laughs> <against>. Of course, <laughs> that's kind well, of a joke as well. You and know. he even asked, "Was there a timeout?" I think he wasn't too happy with yeah. with you know the coach as well. And I, I just. But there's just so much. But to the be game fun. itself was
0: fun. I actually brought some guests. You know that you actually got excited about. That I, I did. Jeremy Renner, Jeremy Renner, Jeremy Renner, John Hamm. Um, I actually facilitated them coming to the game because they're promoting their new movie, Tag. And so good. I can't wait to see. Which is an adult it. like mm-hmm. you know. Adult true game story. Tag. It's based on true story. Right. Too. Yeah, True story. So they were there, kind of played some tag with some people, and Great. enjoyed the game. And Jeremy's originally from Northern California, mm-hmm. so he's a fan of the Warriors. Yeah. And they Great. had they were right on the you know on the floor. LeBron wanted
1: to tag someone after that game. <laughs> I one of these. Oh, yes. I know.
0: He, he kept his composure. He did. He did.
1: Wow. he did. I mean, he could have made a bigger scene than he did. Because I'm going to be honest, yes. Jim,
0: I would have. I think if I were him, I would have probably oh, have gone a little bit nuts. Not meaning still, to, but It's emotional. the
1: first game in the series, so you've got to k- kind of yes. think ahead. The game's not over yet. You're yeah. going overtime. You still have a chance. But as you guys are saying, I think if everyone thought if the, the Cavs had any chance to win the series, you have to take advantage of every opportunity, oh. and right. they let one Go the other they way. They did. Right. And
2: I think that that loss, as we can tell from game two, was just so deflating. There was no way from. I mean, it was
0: still closer than I expected. You know, they I thought they were going to get blown out, blown out. But then as the quarters went on, you could see that mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. They didn't have anything, you know. And I'm not going to say LeBron is yeah. gassed out or anything, but, you know, I think he's getting a little. This is wearing on him now. It's just. It's and the, mentally, I yeah. Think he was how a do little, you go from one of the your, your 50. highest. I mean, yeah. 51
2: points in that first game. How do you. And you know, when Draymond
0: took an elbow to his eye, that's why his eye's all bloodied, you know, and that's not getting any better. Not that that's, you know, at all but it affects eliminating us. him, but it's still. It's there, and it's you know. It's okay, not going so what
2: there. what can what can be improved? I mean, now we're going I into mean, Game Three. Everybody thinks that it's over,
0: but I mean, I definitely think the Cavs will play better at home, mm-hmm. especially some of the supporting cast because I know they do play better. You know, with Jr. Hopefully, not sure. being as streaky, and Love and Corver contributing. Um, but they at the same time, what we're hearing is that Iguodala probably will play Game mm-hmm. Three, and I've always That's- said if there's a starting five, you know, and Iggy's back in that lineup, they'll sweep, they'll take over, it mm-hmm. won't even be a chance. For mm-hmm. the Cavs So if that happens I don't care if it's home away The, it's over, wa- yeah. the Warriors are going to take yeah, it The it, One thing about the Warriors That they have to do they, they still are turning over the ball They're playing sloppy And they're not playing All four quarters strong They're kind of playing Sometimes they're not motivated By the team They're playing So they're kind of play down to a level And I think You know Now
3: With two games up yeah. It's pretty much. Well, I mean, they know they don't have to. Mm-hmm. They know. I mean, game yeah. 1, they were caught sleeping a lot. Like they got away with one. Mm-hmm. And you know when you get away with a win? Yep. I mean, a win's a win, but they, oof, they got away with that one. But game 2, they just know, okay, we don't have to play our full basketball for this Cavs team. We'll let we'll keep it in the first and second quarter. We'll break out in the third, we'll finish strong in the fourth. I mean, they play really sloppy, but it's just because they're not playing their full level of basketball because mm-hmm. they don't they just don't have to. Right, it's as simple as that. They just don't have to play they that have type too of basketball. Much, too much
2: offense and right. they they haven't figured out a way to to score against you know the Warriors. Right. It's just not. I don't see how I don't see it happening. But In if you, hockey,
1: we talk about like a hands player. Yeah, a guy with good hands. Yeah, right. Does anyone have a better, quicker release than Steph Curry? <laughs> no, no, nope. <laughs> He's the
2: best three-point <laughs> shooter no, I've right. yeah. like, seen. No. By
1: the time yep. he gets it, by the time he releases yeah. it, yeah. he doesn't have to square up. He doesn't have to look. He knows exactly where he is. Get gone. Well, yeah. look at that buzzer
2: shot. He was—I
0: yeah. know. Kilter. He like shot and it from an angle. That's the shots he takes pregame when he goes in the tunnel is like. <gasps> he's just amazing. You no, know, it's like effortless too. It,
2: it is, and I, again, you cannot compete with. I mean, poor LeBron. It can't just be LeBron. It has to be an entire team against you know right and if team. they add Iggy
0: back you know and Replace Looney, it's all over. Yeah, that's yeah, dangerous. It's going to be really tough for the Cavs. I don't. They don't. They're not going to have an answer
2: for this. No. And no. I would
0: like to. I, I did say Warriors and five because I did think that the we Cavs we were going to get at least one. one. Yeah. The no. Warriors would play down. Maybe that was the game one. The game one. So, yeah. And I know the networks and the league want this to go longer for obvious reasons, the mm-hmm. money. But mm-hmm. I, it's not. I think this could be a sweep. No.
2: And I. I mean, you're right. Game one was what they needed. They had a little bit of that luck mm-hmm. of the Warriors not playing to their full potential. And I. J- I just don't know how you come back from that. I mean we'll talk about this when we get to hockey. Yeah. Hockey's a totally different thing. You can be 3 games down and yeah. win the series as we've seen several times with right. the Kings, but it's basketball.
0: Not very tough. And I talked to Teron Liu, who I'm friends with, who's the coach of the Cavs and yeah. he just said as a coach that was probably the hardest oh. game to have to deal with and to try to figure out what's next and to move forward and still try to motivate his team and not get on JR too much because, as we know, some of these players, if you get on them too much, not back in the day, I'm sure you know this, back in the day, you could say whatever, coaches could get on these players. Now these guys are so soft. You say one little thing, now they're depressed and they're not going to be able to bounce back. So he had to kind of still encourage him, even though he told Coach, hey, I thought we we were up. It's
3: the theme of the game. So. It's just oh, the idea of just the softness now. And, like, yeah. pe- like Draymond's getting in refs' faces. Mm-hmm. And, like, back on, like, Joey Crawford, like, he would have throw, oh. thrown out throw Tim Duncan yeah. for
1: laughing. <laughs> yeah. He would have thrown <laughs> out Joey Draymond no Back in the so day, quick. players needed the coach. Yeah. Now they don't need exactly. the coach exactly. anymore. No, you're coach right. needs the players. Yeah. That's that's changed. that's the big difference. I don't like it, no. actually.
2: <laughs> it's, it's changed. It's not changing. Again, yeah. I don't no, think it's, it's flipping. Not it's not well I I mean and I wasn't a fan either of the officiating in game two and and I I don't know I just think that Everybody is just hand it to the Warriors. I mean, I think there were some unfair calls, but I'll leave it there. And with Mm -hmm. with J.R. Smith, I'll reiterate the fact that you know if he would have just owned it that he made a mistake. The Mm -hmm. problem
0: I have with him is like, no, 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 no. I knew that it was tied. Then it was like, no, no, no. I I thought, and then it was I blacked out. Wasn't really sure what happened, (laughs) and that's why people are crucifying him. I believe the blackout side. Just (laughs) say that you you didn't know, but then don't try to blame the coach, and then.
3: You know, I think it it was
2: a lot. It was just, I think, yeah, I think there was a lot in that moment. He could have just been like, I was lost. Sometimes it's easier to be like, I was lost in that moment and and let it be. I
3: mean, we all make mistakes. I mean, sometimes mistakes are made in game one. Well, that costs the series. It can cost you the series. But (laughs) still, you got to say, look, I just, I made a mistake. I hope Cavs Nation can forgive me. I'm sorry. But it just, you look so, you look so dumb. When you just say, "Oh, I—I I mean, I thought I—I I mean, I knew we were tied." Like, just own it, dude. Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. it. Just focus on the game, own it, and try to be better. Right. That's how you. That's what mistakes are.
0: In game two, Steph Curry hit a NBA's final record with nine threes, in, and and then I think I also mean, ninety total as gonna. well. That's just. I mean, I mean as, crazy. as a fan
2: though, you have to just be like, "This is amazing!" Like his his skill level is just out it's, of this world.
3: It's so amazing because I mean. Like, basketball, of course, a great pass Mm -hmm. can make a better shot, but Steph Curry can catch that ball anywhere Mm -hmm. on his body and quickly release it, put it in from anywhere, I mean, 30 feet, 1,000 feet from the parking lot. It does not matter. It's just amazing how little space he needs. And just how much space he can create, too. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to just shoot over anyone. Like, I mean, KD can shoot right. over pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. But you need space, definitely, as a guy right. who's the size of, of Steph. Mm-hmm. So he can just... He's got one of the most underrated uh, dribble game, like, handles in the oh, entire his handles, NBA. Oh, yeah. He can just create shots from mm-hmm. anywhere. By himself, he can create shots. And that's just yeah, and one the of the te- reasons The
2: team he's trusts his leadership. That You can tell that they're all behind him. And I think that... LeBron, unfortunately, you know he he just he's been doing his best in the in the leadership department, but there's just there's not enough skill against the Warriors. Bottom line, and it's when not...
0: Steph is hot and Clay is hot, yeah. it's the Splash brother. It's so fun to watch, and mm-hmm. a lot of people have said they don't like, like Mark Jackson has said, I don't like that Steph Curry's brought back the three, and that you know mm-hmm. I like more the dynamic, you know, drive to the basket and dunks and so forth. I don't know what you think, Jim, but threes are, I mean, hitting the three and those outside shots are fun, but there's some people who say they don't like that game of basketball. Yeah, well, so now,
1: what happens is now. Uh, you know the analytics is taking over, so they much like in hockey. So now everyone's analyzing it, and they're saying a lower three-point uh, percentage is still better because you're over the course yeah, of time. Right. That's one extra point. The and anal- you you break it down into numbers, and that's now coaches are coaching that way, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to try to get that because it's about points. The the data in front of them tells mm-hmm. them that's what's going to in the in the long run is going to make it happen. It, it does take away from the old. One on one matchups, right. get down low, grind the it iso, out. Yeah, uh, yeah. You see, it just you know kind of takes away from that.
0: It does, but some people I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that. No, it's true. Yeah, it's absolutely. so true.
3: It's so true because I mean the three ball is just it's been used so much as you've seen in the two thousands and I mean like the nineties. Nineties basketball was such a different game. Yeah, yeah like, that's, that's what I'm why saying. it's so yeah,
0: evolved and you changed. You can't mm-hmm. compare
3: Jordan and LeBron because LeBron plays in a much different era mm-hmm. than Jordan. And I mean mm-hmm. you saw guys like Reggie Miller be just a sharpshooter from there and guys like Er a little down the line Ray Allen Mm -hmm. who could just shoot it from anywhere and that was sort of like the start to this three ball game where players Mm -hmm. were like okay well now I can kind of incorporate Mm -hmm. the three point arc instead of just going through the hole every time and that is also why if you look at centers they're the most I'm sorry they're the least value player on the entire Now the bigs have changed. It's Uh, not like, exactly. Before
0: you always wanted to make sure that you drafted a big and that would, you know, kind of take over your franchise. But then at the same time, you're seeing some of these guys, you know, who are trying to, who normally would drive to the bucket who are now, Oh, I got to try to hit a three. Like a lot of the bigs are trying to shoot threes. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. still play your game. Right.
2: Don't try to always hit these threes because there's times where I'm like, Draymond, right. come on! Like, what yeah. was that? Like? Well, because <laughs> so. people are seeing what Steph is
3: doing, and yeah. so it's like
2: oh, they need to match that level. And Again, it comes down to numbers, and if he's sinking three after three after three, yeah. it makes the other the opponent <laughs> play a lot harder at the twos and driving to the net. Mm-hmm. So, well,
3: I mean, there's a game for bigs who can shoot threes, like Anthony Davis, uh-huh. Draymond, one. Well, right? Kevin Love, and exactly. Durant. Exactly, mm-hmm. and Katie, I mean,
4: yeah. in the
1: same. I mean, these guys are huge, but yet, boom, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like. With the spread out offense that Golden State should have, because you've got to respect the three point, so you're going to draw people away from the basket. If you had a big boy in the middle, you'd have everything, but <laughs> yeah. their big boys shoot from the outside yeah, too. I know. Exactly. So. I
3: mean, what, you got guys like yeah. JaVale McGee, but they don't need the center? No, right, they that's, don't. That's, they the don't same. that's not how they play. They right. don't incorporate the center into their gameplay. Slows it Isn't that down. Crazy? It's it's,
1: slows it down. Yep.
0: It's, it's more spread out for sure. Mm-hmm. It is. Ugh. Well, I mean, you can definitely see there was more focus, and they were a little more efficient in Game mm-hmm. 2, the Warriors, so I, with that being said, moving on,
3: I think this series is, mm-hmm. is done. So I, you know, I give the Cavs one. I'm yeah. going to just say, I At give all, them three. I would n- like to see them win one.
0: I mean, tomorrow's going to be Game 7. They have to win I just, I just, just know if, seven, seven. I I just know if Iguodala
2: tomorrow. is added, you know, I yeah. just think it's, I'm it's with game you. over. I'm with you, they, and they have to win tomorrow. There's no yeah. yeah. other oh, of
3: recipe. Course. So. You, I mean, basketball, it's never, oh, down 3-0? Never yeah. been done. Jim, what's your prediction for
0: this series, even though two games
1: in? I thought five going in, and I... I still think five, and I I think LeBron will find a way to win a game. And not get swept. He's he's already found a couple of ways to win games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, so that's that's just going to happen. It seems more in basketball that the home court advantage, even like hockey is the only sport that actually has a rule that gives an advantage to the home team. You get the last change. You get to match your players Mm -hmm. against the other team, the away team. So that's actually a rule. Basketball doesn't have any rules, Willie, no, really, but the fan it's just it. that whole atmosphere. Right. That well, it we going. talked
2: about this, too. Basketball has a 65%... Rating for we winning at home, for home and hockey right. is fifty-five. So well, it's, right now,
1: the play this year, in the playoffs, the road team yeah. has won more in the NHL than the home team. So good. See, isn't that funny? Exactly. So That's- I Ooh. love
2: that though. I love that that stat is changing. But last week we had a great conversation about that about right. basketball being such an advantage at home. So yeah, it'll mean. And I know to the Warriors happens.
0: fans would love it to go back to Oracle and have uh, them celebrate okay. on their floor in Game Five. Mm. It's a, it's so, a. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but I'm just saying that I think they would like it. But it's always. I mean, when I was at the Lakers, we always won on the road and we yeah. loved it. We loved being on their court, going yeah. <laughs> What's up, Celtics? You know, we liked it, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, um, But we've got Jim in the studio, which is so nice. Thank you so much for being My here. My pleasure. No, and let's talk, let's get right into Ooh. Stanley Cup. Becky, oh. I know that, <laughs> I don't know now, I mean, I know for a while you mm-hmm. were kind
2: of pulling for the caps, but now... Yeah. I'm probably... Um, I, 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 <laughs> You know, the thing about it is, is that, for me, I just love good hockey. Everybody knows that. I love good hockey. I'll always be behind my kings, but obviously I don't have that choice now. This is such an exceptional matchup because we have two teams that have never won the cup. so no matter what, we're going to be cheering for something. I love the story line yes, behind both. Yes, the history both. line behind both, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I, I thought Caps and Seven, so I'm a little shocked that we are where we're at. However, after seeing what they did in Game 2, I just think that there's... Another level of playing. Ov is composed. The team is is stopping. The in Caps look so zone. calm, cool, and collective. The like Knights. you know, I remember for yeah. a while you had said you thought they may go in game
0: one a little nervous. Yeah, you know, but they're up three one. Jim, yeah. break it down. What's going on so
1: far? Well, I th- I mean, going back to the last game, mm-hmm. uh, game four, the Washington Capitals are extremely fortunate. I think they were dominated in mm-hmm. period number one, and they had a three 0 lead after one period. <laughs> they were dominant. I. I cannot imagine Vegas playing any better. Mm-hmm. Now, what mm-hmm. happened was then the Caps capitalized on every single opportunity they had they scored. So, uh, that says a lot about skill. I mean, to have the guys that will finish plays at the right time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it is a, a contrast in styles. I think Vegas still is that wild card team that plays a little bit different than most teams. Uh, maybe just because they're in the first year, and they can, in the back of the players' minds, they they have less noise going on about if I make a mistake. If mm-hmm. I make a mistake, you know, you, you get more experience. You start worrying. You start. You know, I can't do this because I've got to play it safer. Sure. Vegas doesn't play it safe, sure. and that's what's great about them. They go and they Nothing go hard. Right and right they now. go, yeah. and it's <laughs> the Caps. They seem to uh, cool, composed. If they are off their game, they're not going to be rattled to the point where the other team takes over for a long period of time. But, you know, we're talking about the, the NBA series. I mean, game four, the last game, the uh, Caps, they they won 6-2, but I can make the argument they didn't deserve to win the game. Yeah. I mean, it's just the empty nets, <laughs> which, and, you know, we talk about luck, and I'm not a believer in luck. There's... You know, you've got to finish it. You've got skill. Maybe you're too nervous. Maybe there's too much pressure, whatever. But uh, so that was the game, I thought. Yeah, Gerard you know, thought Vegas, they played their best game. I, I thought they did. <laughs> Net, you know, and I, don't, you know, a coach has to sell to his players sure. that you played well. And uh, on this one, there's a lot of times coaches will just try to keep that, uh, keep the atmosphere light and positive, mm-hmm. And they're kind of selling it. This time, I think Gallant, all he has to do is yeah. show them the tape. And yeah. Say, guys, look at this. You played well at the press it's conference. There. He was it's like, "This is right amazing." There. They played well, but again, you know to, that comparison between the NBA. Mm-hmm. Well, Cleveland lost that first game right. when, the, when it was right there, mm-hmm. and Vegas played really well and didn't win. And in a seven-game right. series, I think you only get so now, many Jim, chances. Now, Jim, can they
0: come back? mean, you know, if they have this kind of a Cinderella story, this fairy tale journey, is this part of it? And can they come back and oh, win this series?
1: I'm, I'm oh. I'm so cliche about it. I I, I think, and I've talked about it before on the air, I think modern-day players are much, you were talking about the 03, modern-day players are much more prepared mentally to take it one game at a time. Mm -hmm. We've heard it for, but they actually, you know, sports psychologists, coaches, coaches now break down in a hockey game, they break it down into five-minute segments. So you're only thinking about this segment at a time, at a time, at a time. So the smaller you break it down, you isolate things. So you're not thinking too far ahead. Positively or negatively, you're just thinking about now. So that's why I think teams can come back. Again, uh, the way Vegas played, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind yeah. that they can come back. Uh, I, I don't. I hope they don't. Uh, I'm hoping that Ovechkin gets his first Stanley Cup. Right. But I, I think they can come back, and I, they're going to isolate the one thing they did all year: mm-hmm. they clean slate. Every game, whether it was good or bad, clean sure. slate and go to the next one.
0: I was excited because I hope Ovechkin can finally get that monkey off his back and win this. Is this the best you've seen him play and that he can ride off into the sunset, or do you mm-hmm. think he would keep playing?
1: He's played better mm-hmm. as an individual, but I think he's now fitting into a group of players, mm-hmm. maybe for the first time in his career, where he's really seeing the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I think he's had to grow into that because he was such a talented and just overwhelmingly – I mean, he's strong. This guy is a big man. Yeah. I mean, he's 6'3", he's about 235 for hockey, he shoots, he scores. But that's all they talked about. Now we're seeing him get back to what he did when he was a kid, which is coming and run guys over. If he's not scoring, he's hitting, mm-hmm. he's doing, doing something. Everything. But, you know, he's not, he's not the, the finisher that he once was, having said that. He led the NHL in goals this year, <laughs> yes. top 49 goals, so he, he's still there. It's maybe not talked about enough or because it's kind of a negative, but he's from Russia. And I, uh, in all honesty, I believe—I don't know how many people admit it—that the North American media did not take to him as much as they would have if he was a North American-born player when he was leading the league and winning all these trophies. And like this year, I think Mm -hmm. that's That's kind of turned around. Mm -hmm. I think that's turned around now. I think now because he's 13, 14 years in. It's kind of like, hey, it's time now. Forget about where he's from. Yeah. A- and, you know, he's yeah, willing look to... Look at how
2: he plays. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's, he's up there with even... Yeah. He's one of the greats, and we never hear about him. But it's Sidney, know, Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. So right. many
1: years, he was by far the best player on his team. Sure. He's not the best player on the team anymore.
2: Well, and they're playing Who's such Nets a team game. Because that's a better game. player.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then Carlson back on the blue line. You could make the argument that where he slots in as far who has been the most effective, important player, mm-hmm. third or fourth. So... Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. He's, he's accepting Role that. Player. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That's what he can give right now.
2: Right. Yeah, and they're, they're just connecting so much as a team. But I, my, one of my biggest questions for you is that Gerard had mentioned on top of loving how they played, being confident about it, why didn't he pull Marc Andre Fleury after being three down? And he supported so strongly, leaving him in net. How do you feel about that?
1: It never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. There are some times it does. Uh, there is a shock value for a coach to just change momentum, but what you do is you're just trying to lay guilt on the other guys. Sure. Uh, I I don't think two of the first three goals I think were again I'm not a luck guy, but they were bounces where you know there weren't necessarily huge breakdowns by Vegas. It was just you know the Capitals keeping the puck alive. Uh, you know one was a shot goes off a stick right onto a stick. You know and the, you can't yeah. predict those things. One goal against, the second goal of the game by Tom Wilson, that was a breakdown. Mm-hmm. One of the few breakdowns Vegas has had. It was not well defended. Uh, when I look at goaltenders, I always first question in my mind, was the play well defended? Mm-hmm. If sure. it wasn't, then I'm not going to blame the goalie. Sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he is their aura. He
4: is, he
1: is their being. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think you pull him. If you do, you talk to him first. Mm-hmm. And maybe you do that after the first period. You go into intermission. Sometimes coaches will do that. Uh, they, will, they won't They will even talk. They'll give a look to the goalie, and sometimes the goalie will give a look back, and you can <laughs> kind of get that unsaid, okay, I'm ready to go if you need me to be put. Uh,
2: well, and how much is the goaltender coach in that mix? Is, yeah, is there a conversation there?
1: Uh, I think with a younger goaltender, mm-hmm. maybe. I think in a different circumstance early in the season where you're trying to maybe teach a lesson or teach the team. You're not trying to teach anything right now. You're trying to win. You're in the finals. Mm -hmm. You're you're trying to win right now. So (laughs) the lessons are already learned. Uh, There would be a lot of things, I think, right there. It's just, it never, ever crossed my mind.
2: No, and I love that. I love that he had his back. And we also know Marc-Andre Fleury's resume is just impeccable. And, but we also know that from his Pittsburgh days, he does get in his head. So going into this next game, besides the you know five minutes at a time, if you will, what does he need to do?
1: I don't. First of all, I don't think Flurry is at the top of any list of worries. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried whatsoever sure. about what he's going to do. I think he'll be right there. And I sounded Canadian. <laughs> uh, it's uh, he's it's. I think for the first time. Uh, Vegas is not as tight defensively. Mm. Uh, you know they, They've always been known for this team to score a lot of goals and up-tempo and do that. Their speed, but yeah. when you play against them, you talk to coaches that play against them, they say they're really sound defensively. Uh, in the NHL, not many teams play a man-on-man as much as Vegas. That's their entire defensive system in their own zone. Mm-hmm. So when there is a breakdown, it's blatant. And if you take advantage of it. So I think Washington has been able to spend enough grinding time down low. You kind of set a pick here and there, Mm -hmm. and you separate some guys. And all you're trying to do is create those switches. You know, in basketball, you get it all the time. You got to switch. Well, you only have that one split second to make that decision. And in hockey, there's more ground to cover. So if you mix up on that switch, and, yep. and especially in Game Four, I think there was a few switch situations yep. where Vegas kind of got caught.
2: They clogged that neutral yep. zone. That was a big thing yep. in this game.
1: And they've they've been doing. They've they're they're amazing. Uh, their season, their story, what they've done. Mm. Uh, Gallant is the coach, mm. uh, you know, bringing together all these players to be as successful. Uh, it, it did. It does start with Flurry. He he's there. I don't. I'm not worried about him sure. at all. I think at some point we have to give the Capitals a little bit of credit here. So much credit. And it's tough because they're they're they are they they were not expected to be there. Certainly mm-hmm. not the underdog story mm-hmm. that Vegas would be. But uh, they're kind of methodical, mm-hmm. more of a systematic step by step approach. Sure. And then the skill takes over. I think Vegas is on you, on you, on you, on you, foreshooting the mistakes, cuff up the puck, and they capitalize that way. So it's a nice contrast in styles. Yeah. Uh, by no means do I. If it ends in five, it ends in five, but I would not be surprised if it, oh my it gosh. does not.
2: One more. Mm-hmm. One more to go.
3: And we do have one more. And, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, you look at OV and those guys, especially OV was so hungry for that ring. I mean, I a player of his caliber with what he hasn't done yet, I mean, I would be. So knowing how, like, hockey works and how the mindset of these teams being down 3-1, knowing they can, I mean, teams... I mean, look at the Kings, like, they've come back 3-0. What do you think the mindset of, like, the Capitals
1: organization is right now, knowing they could just get come... Like, there could be a comeback in the midst? Some teams decide to actually talk about it. Some Hmm. teams decide not to. And what they're talking about is this. Now it is right in front of you. Because when the series started, you knew you had to win four. Now you only have to win one. And that creates a mental issue unto itself. Now it's right there. So do you start changing the way you do things, which you don't want to do? So that's why some coaches will actually sit the team down and talk about it. Hey, guys, I know it's there, but here's the process. And the process is what we need to do. We'll we'll get that thing later. Let's take care of the process. Some coaches don't even want to talk about it. They just say if they start talking about it, it puts them in the mind of the players. So there's that... You know, coach knows his players and his personnel Mm -hmm. better than anyone, so they can adjust that way. But the mindset is very difficult right now. Mm -hmm. They always say it's the toughest game to win, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe because the team that's trailing is going to be more desperate, but also because your mind might tend to wander to the result Mm -hmm. as opposed to the process because it's right there.
3: Exactly. I mean, you see it all the time in baseball. Never say a perfect game while it's going, yeah, yeah. of yep, course. You um, get yep. into the jinx. pitcher's head,
2: mm-hmm. never
3: jinx it. And, I mean, looking after this series, of course, you have the Caps, who I think with Ovi can be a force, I mean, against the Penguins. I think that's both going to be like mm-hmm. a series for the ages. But, I mean, looking at the Knights, a team who had, I mean, last season they were, I mean, they weren't. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> As a team who drafted this year and drafted sort of in this win-now mode, which has worked very well, how do you see them going into the next
1: couple seasons? That's a great great question. Uh, I think at the All-Star break this year, they made the decision to keep going for it. Because I think they drafted at least three players knowing that they would trade them at the trade deadline this year. Yeah, no, of course. They knew that. Veteran guys that other teams would be interested in as a playoff pickup. Well, they got to the all-star break and said, you know, we're in the top of the Pacific. We're second place in the Western. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, right. So they, t- they made that decision. They got, then they get to the trade deadline. They don't sell. They add. So they added a couple guys. I do think they will s- let two or three older guys go or sell them off if they mm. still have the rights to those guys. Some guys will be free agents, so you won't have that decision. But I think they will still be thinking more long-term than they will. Now, there's, there's, there's two players out there on the free agent market, and Vegas is in a great position because salary cap-wise, they have a bunch of money to spend. Oh, of course, yeah, sure. Carlson, the defenseman in Ottawa, mm. unrestricted free agent. If he decides that he wants to go there, then that is a cornerstone player you build around mm. to win now. And then John Tavares out of the New York Islanders, centerman, unrestricted free agent. I haven't really broken it down, but I think that Vegas has enough room under the cap to sign two max contracts for those guys, just max them out. So if if they happen to do that, then they're putting themselves, now they will not be an underdog. They would be right there. And there's a lot of teams that can't sign those other guys because they're capped Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So they can't do it. So there's probably, you know, I haven't broken down the teams, but there's probably 10 teams that can do it out of 31, as opposed to 31 to 31. There's only right. 10 that can go after those guys. If one or both of those guys end up in Vegas, then what I was talking about of selling off will not happen. They're going to go for it again. Yeah.
2: Wow. I mean, that, that's just, and we're talking about a team that's in the Stanley Cup final. You know, I mean, yeah. they just, it's so funny because I feel like the fans and the organization just got spoiled rotten <laughs> because the first yeah. year, they just start off, you know, to me, to
1: say this is, is a, a giving a lot of respect to Vegas for this reason. Yeah. If you're Carlson and you're a veteran player, why would you go to a team in only its second year of existence? Sure. You mm-hmm. know, If you're Tavares, you're mm-hmm. a, lo- a lifelong New York Islander, why would you leave that to go to a team in only its second year? Well, Vegas has <laughs> oh, built this, yeah. <laughs> this atmosphere that yeah. everyone respects what they've done. Mm-hmm. So I think the players well, trust it. Well, they can it. be franchise they can players. Too. They can go, and they'll, and, they'll, and they'll have a great team around them. Sure. Exactly. Now, yeah.
0: Jim, talk about TJ Oshi. Like and how phenomenal he has been playing. I mean, talk about being loose, calm, and collective. Mm-hmm. He was actually rode to the game in Game Three. <laughs> Did you hear about this on yeah, a metro, metro? Oh yeah. People were ta- <laughs> taking pictures, and saying good luck, and he was just like, "Hey." And I guess he had a security guy with him. But talk about being pretty like not on you know normal guys would not go on a metro during the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh,
1: I- I'm going to talk about on the ice. I think it's the best I've seen him play ever. Yeah. Uh, I think that he's always been a highly touted player. He's always been highly skilled. He's energetic. He's always been physical. Mm. He now has the total package where he's involved at the right time, at the right play. Mm. Uh, I think there were times earlier in his career where we would get caught just trying to run guys through the boards. And, you know, the puck would be there. And he said, I'm going to run you because that, that's my style. I mean, and then there'd be times where he'd be two. Now he's bringing everything he's together. He's playing incredible. I, I think he, again, that's you when know, we are talking about. Ovechkin, I think you right. might make the argument right. that even Oshie is above him. So sure. now, you're, you know, Ovi's moving down to four or five on the list, which is great. You have a 49-goal scorer, and he's your fourth most effective player. That's why they're in the final and one game away from winning.
0: So if the series was was already over right now, Mm -hmm. who would you pick as your MVP? Because that's off. Mm -hmm.
1: Not not a question. His numbers are going to get him there anyway. But when you watch how much puck possession time he has, Mm -hmm. and he has something that very few players have, what I call a glide stride, meaning he doesn't have to be churning his legs, and he's still maintaining speed. So he's able to have an efficient skating style. So his entries into the zone and it, the amount of time he has the puck in a position where he can make a solid offensive play with it, uh, that's probably top 5% of the league right there. And now he's executing that in the final. So you know his play is not dropping off. It's going up. Uh, and I think as maybe you could argue, as each series has gone along, he's gotten better. Uh, I saw that with Drew Dowdy with the Kings in their mm-hmm. two-cup runs. He never yes. won a Conn Smythe as the MVP. But as each series went along, Drew got better. And by the end, he was the better, best player. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, Goaltenders—I'm I'm not a fan. F- F- Flurry—if you know if Vegas wins, he would probably win it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of giving the goaltender the con Smythe mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you can't win without good goaltending,
3: right? Can't. Right. Exactly.
1: So sure. it's an automatic. Automatic. So if you don't give me the automatic, that so you've got to be so far above. And I think. Fleury would be one of those guys that would be an ex- exception to me, if, to my rule. That's only my rule because sure. goalies are picked quite a bit as sure. a Smythe winner. But uh, I think because of he brings belief to that mm-hmm. team because mm-hmm. he's got three Stanley Cups and, and they believe he can do it sure. again.
0: Sure. Jim, since we have you in studio, I have a funny question to ask you. You know, you've been with the <laughs> Kings for so long. You know, what is some of the crazy stories you've heard what people have done with
1: the Stanley Cup? Oh, well, that's... Mm. <laughs> Just
0: maybe one that you know. Like, I know Chris Czellio was very well, so Czellio had some stories for me, but I'm sure you've got some great ones.
1: There's, there's some really good ones that we can tell. <laughs> you and probably can't tell, tell. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> the one that you can tell.
2: I, uh, the
0: PG-30. Luke, uh,
1: Luke Robitaille and the staff, uh, upper management of the Kings, uh, in 14 went to, you know, the, I think it was the seventh game against San Jose. So you're down 0-3, yeah. you come back. And what they were doing in San Jose, they kept ordering these meatballs, in, you know, to the suite. You know, the executives get a suite. <coughs>
4: mm.
1: They don't get to hang in the press box of me. And, you know, they're, you know, wining and dining. So they ordered these meatballs. Okay. So it kept going. So it became kind of – so at the, when they – Luke had a party with the Stanley Cup at his house, and they were eating meatballs out of the Stanley oh, Cup. Oh, that's <laughs> so, that's so, nice. so that's it kind a good. kind of took story. them through the playoffs. Till the end, you have it, and you got to keep story. doing it. Do it, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. great.
2: Oh my goodness! Well, I have on the topic of fun. Let's keep yeah. going. So we're gonna play this or that with this you. Or that? Yes. So we're gonna exactly. we're gonna lighten the mood. I wanted to ask you all things King, so We're running out of time. Do here, I have to so. do fast? Yes. Okay. Rep no, fire, not no, that fast. No. We saw we have a little bit time. So. so um I basically ask you a question, this or that, and then you pick. So are you ready? Here we you should go. You should be scared, Jim. I know, really scared. scared. It's mm-hmm. really personal. It's pretty
1: scary. It gets pretty scary. <laughs> okay,
2: here we go. Rock climbing or rock concert?
1: Rock concert. Mm-hmm. Definitely rock. afraid of heights.
2: Ooh. I like it. I, okay. like it. I like it. I like it. Good to know. I'm afraid of open heights. Like I'm. I'm okay if I'm like in a building or in a plane, mm-hmm. but if I'm like on a roof, a I'm, ledge.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Or no, no. even someone standing beside a ledge. <laughs> right. Not me. I don't. Right. I hate <laughs> it.
2: Okay. Next one. Steph Curry or chicken curry. Steph Curry Thank <laughs> okay. you Ding 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 uh, Taco Tuesday or Delivery Pizza Friday
1: Taco Tuesday
2: Good. Cruise Control or Lead Leadfoot
1: lead foot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pond Hockey or Pond Fishing
1: Hockey Of course Of course, do boys. I
2: know I was wondering about that about time. you yeah. I mean I knew Pond Hockey would be a given But I just was curious Handyman or Hire-A-Man
1: Oh, no question. higher. A man.
2: <laughs> I love it. I want to talk to your wife to hear more oh, about yes. that. Uh, and then Super Bowl or Olympics, if you were to attend Olympics.
1: I mm. I was here in 84, and I left town like everyone else because the traffic was going to be too crazy, and I, it was great. And I was living in Culver City at the time. I was right there. I had a friend who was in the at Loyola Marymount doing the weightlifting uh-huh. from Canada, and I, and I left uh, if I ever, ever had a chance at Olympics.
2: So good. Well, I think we will, right? 2024. Yeah, yeah. 2024. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. Oh my goodness, so that's this or that. That's I want to ask
1: Casey Wasserman. I'm going to put it out there if he ever hears about you know He's running the whole thing. I want to work as a volunteer. Yeah. Ooh. I'll be retired hmm. by then. And All right. Oh, really? Out. Yeah. Oh, All
2: yeah. right. Well, Casey Washington, yeah. here we go. Was- Wasserman. 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 Was- Was- yeah. Wasserman. Okay, yep. Casey no Wasserman. And then we want to, what people don't know about you is that you own a wine label. Oh, yes. so special. Talk about that. Where can people find it? Where can they buy oh, it? did you, you bring some?
1: Have, I did not bring any. <laughs> I know. Well, uh, we're gonna
2: need some after tomorrow's game. We can. We
1: can. I've had. Pat today out of the stanley cup so that's uh, one of the well, things. We are one of good stories uh, everybody uh, yeah. can
2: see the photos up on yep. on the chat right now as well so how yep. did you get involved in this because that's
1: not uh, just something
0: obviously you're probably a wine connoisseur and wanted to start just after i, like, I well.
1: retired i started to get into it local restaurants in los angeles and then i liked it so much i just said i've been so i went to take classes and i took classes and then i went to you know uc davis which is renowned for wine and then i went started traveling around the world and then uh, a friend of mine said, you know, what would you like to do? I said, "Like, like to make a wine. And he said, why are you doing it? I said, well, I don't want the investment. And he said, well, here's the money. Yeah. So I said, thank you. Did it. Patsunet. Uh, it's there French. There it is. You with the Stanley yeah. Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I French. love that picture. French for two. <laughs> you got the ring, yeah, on, got the the ring cup, on, the cup. Yeah, yeah. That's it, a great it, photo. Patsunet means it's past tense of skate. So to have skated. So good. French. Perfect name. So uh, good. And, and the we bottle's like to, so
0: classy. Uh, I love it. You
1: know, we have a that band around the bottle has texture like a hockey puck. You see that oh, on, wow. on the box? Those that are skate really... lines in the ice. Oh, Jim. Now, now we, we took did, a lot of time into it. There is. Now, we don't want it to be... We make Pinot Noir, which is considered probably the most elegant of uh, grapes, but sure. we make California Pinot Noir, so there's a power to it. So when we talked about you know, the name and should we tie it with hockey, we thought, okay, what do you... What do you need more in hockey than anything else, or in skating? You need balance. Well, if you do a little work into wine, or what do you're looking for? You're looking for balance in all the components of wine to come together: acidity Mm. and alcohol and oak and fruit and all Mm. of these things have to come together. Balance. So we said, well, it works together that way. Then we thought, you know, we want more of a, we make more of a bolder style. So hockey has more of a bolder type of thing and we, we felt it would work but uh, single vineyard designate meaning we, we have three vineyards we source fruit from we don't blend them together we bottle them separate even though they're okay. all pinot noir same grape they sure. should provide different characteristics uh, we're we're a mailing list only, so it's direct to you. We're, wow. we're very small, s- uh, limited production, small production. We need to
0: start selling in Staples. I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, right? It is at the Lexus Club. Oh, it is. Oh. Uh, okay. It's uh, a polo lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, it sells okay. It. We're, we're, we're in a lot of, uh, not a lot, because we're very small and we sure. want to keep control of what we're doing there. Uh, but the uh, website is where you can get it, uh, Patsine, Patine, P-A-T-I-N-E, Sellers is mm-hmm. in winecellars.com. Great. Uh, you can find out the entire story there, read about it, so uh, what we're doing. My wife's involved. Our winemaker's name is Mike Smith. Uh, not the goaltender who plays for Calgary, now, <laughs> or the jockey, jockey. <laughs> <The> jockey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, going to win the triple crown. This. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, uh, he's doing a great job for us. Uh, Dean Newage, a friend of mine, is a partner. My wife Susie does more work than anyone else. Sure. So, uh, but it is—it's been highly acclaimed. It's been getting great scores from the critics. So. Uh, it's going very well. Uh, and if you like, uh a pinot if you love noir. Pinot noir, have it. What is this
0: picture from right here,
2: Jim? Is that actually N- you walking down the vineyard?
0: That's if, me. Yeah. yeah, I'm
1: in the vineyard. Uh, Last summer, we, my wife and I, Susie, we went uh, for a full month mm-hmm. through Crush. So we were there from August 15th through September 15th. Uh, so I was either in the vineyard or the winery or both every day for 30 days working hand-in-hand hand with our winemaker. My um, goal is to be the winemaker at some point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but Mentoring under Mike right now is, is sure. a great way to do it because sure. I've taken the classes. But now you've got to get there and, and feel it. And it takes a while. It's I, I, You can't just jump into it. No, but it's, it's not true something.
2: entrepreneurship because your hands and literally feet I, yeah, are in it yeah, all. Exactly.
1: You know? and I, yeah, exactly. There, there we go right there. So I there, love it. You know, I, I, know. Want,
2: I have never done that. Have you done that?
0: No, I, I have I, I want to
1: do I that.
2: I've heard it's like therapeutic. There's yeah.
0: something It's amazing. Like it's when, you're on, when you
1: stop, when you start right there, that is like cement.
2: Oh,
0: really? And it's
1: freezing cold. <gasps> the grapes are cold. It's so hard. It's so dense. Uh, Forty-five minutes later, you're up to your hips in oh, juice, wow. but it's great for exfoliation of the skin. Ooh, let's do it back Okay, My we're gonna do legs it. were gonna legs are so you. soft; <laughs> it, was, it was great. It looks no.
0: fun, though. Too, I always remember the Lucille Ball. Yeah, exactly. I right. yeah, her yeah. doing that. i have always like, I want to do. But that. I thought,
1: you know, hockey and I. I ten years, and I, and I understand what hockey is so mm-hmm. finite. Meaning, at the end of the night, there's a score. You know, win or loss, mm-hmm. in pro, profet- and that's the way it should be. You that's you're getting paid. I wine I'm getting something different than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you do score wines or critics score them, they give you a mm-hmm. number, but there is more of the build-up. There is a part of the art and, and people that know me, Becky would know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a black and white person mm-hmm. most of the time. You know. Pretty solid, rigid <laughs> here and there. Mm-hmm. Wine, if it does, if I do have a gray area, that it brings that mm-hmm. out to me. It brings out something where, yes, there is a process, there's uh-huh. a science but there also is an art there is a soul you can put into it. there's a style you can make decisions you mm-hmm. can you know just even picking pinot noir as the grape i wanted nice. to 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 make is is something that uh you know it's it's something from inside you so it's, well, it's it brings incredible. a little bit more it
2: sounds like you so you're getting another type of balance in life which is what well, it's all about yeah
1: and i am probably uh, <laughs> more one of the most imbalanced person <laughs> people out there so
2: <laughs> i doubt that <laughs> yes. but i mean it's adding a, another it is to and you. it's
1: something i i never experienced before and and, and probably not until we created Patina. You know, even in even sure. studying, you, you get to read about it. You get to feel it. But now when you get to be there and do it, that's... So incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I love, love the bottle.
1: That. The, bottle's the bottle is great. The classic. Packaging,
0: everything, yeah.
1: We thought, we looked at it, we wanted classic. Uh, uh, we wanted, like, I felt it looked like a tuxedo. Yeah. Very nice. nice. It really That's does what go. I I just want to display the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> so, nice.
2: Well, and I mean, what a special thing that you got to drink it out of the cup. I mean, yeah. come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: After twelve, we didn't because we released two years later. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, we were able to drink our twelve out of the fourteen. Fourteen. So, so once special. We 14, so, mm-hmm. that was so,
0: Jim, where again can we find
1: that? Sellers mm-hmm. so okay. dot com. So P A T I N E C E L L A R S. dot com. And you know, we're Twitter, same thing, Patney Sellers. Okay. Facebook, Patney Sellers. Instagram, Patney Sellers. So.
0: Oh, perfect. We'll push that out. Too. We will. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll add it on Thank Twitter no. and all of that. So.
1: it's again very well received. Uh, Thank so you everyone's, for sharing that with us, and with
2: our it. our our live chat is loving it too. So
1: mm-hmm. this is
2: great. Now, Jim, before we let you go, because we got to wrap the show up,
0: give us your predictions mm-hmm. on Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup final. Wow. What's gonna
2: happen?
1: Uh,
0: Next game's Thursday, correct? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I think I think Vegas is going to win another game. Yeah. And so then in oh. the back of my mind I'm saying, well if they win the next game, then the pressure's all on Washington in game 6. Game so six, the pressure's yeah. all on Washington. Uh, you know, it's I would say Washington in 6. Okay. Uh, but that's I, mine I, I think too. Vegas has a, I think Vegas I have a, a lot of respect for them mm. for what they do. Th- I don't want them to win. I want Vegas, excuse me, I want Washington to win for Ovechkin. Ovechkin, mm-hmm. I have a little yeah. bit of scrooginess genius in me that I I know it's a great story, but for a person that's been around a team for, for a long, so long period of time and they don't and, win yeah. and then someone comes in, it's just, I, not, it. I don't want to take away from it, it's just. Oh, uh, I get it. But the, I, what George McPhee did as the GM and mm-hmm. Gerard Gallant and then the players mm-hmm. coming together is unparalleled ever. Professional, but
2: they've already set that bar. Like you said, this is this is now the the, the, the
1: booby prize, right? And they've already
2: accomplished the Western Conference, you know, champions, if you will. But I mean, the the Stanley Cup. they're talented enough, they are
1: talented enough to win. I, I, there's no but this is
2: the most coveted trophy in hockey. Like, it's got to go to the caps. I mean, I I was hoping game seven, but I think it'll be six winning at home. That'll be kind of a very tough Anything special you guys are doing to watch the game. Oh, my gosh. I might actually meet some friends in the Bay, you know, just celebrate it. You know, so, along actually, with every uh, Kings fan. <laughs> I
1: work working Game 5 for NHL Radio, so I'll be oh, in Vegas. Oh, so, yes. Yeah,
2: nice. so. Oh, Sandy, well, where can we hear That's, you? That's
1: uh, Westwood One Station. Oh, just yeah. Google Westwood One Station. Yep. Yeah, we're we all already know. familiar. Around the yeah. country. Familiar you pick it up that. there. Uh, uh, SiriusXM. Right. Uh, perfect. Too, great. So. Oh, perfect. Yep.
0: Perfect. Well, this is exciting. Oh, you okay, know, yes, Now we know kind of... We've got so much insight, which is nice to hear. Yes, you know, thank for you, me, Jim. For me, My goodness. And now the Warriors play tomorrow. Tomorrow,
2: tomorrow What are you guys in doing Cleveland? for that? Are you going to watch that? Obviously, you're going to watch it. Where are you going to yeah, watch I'll,
0: it? Yeah, I'll watch it probably at home. I'm one of those. Yeah. That, like If I'm not at the game, I have to watch it by myself, because I can't have people in my ear, like, you know, yeah, John off and saying it. stuff, and yeah, sure. so I'll just kind of zone in and watch mm, the game. Yeah, so you know,
3: I'll be sitting there in front of the TV, asking JR <laughs> to focus, like, <laughs>
2: there you go. I'm going to make fresh guacamole, because that's been a tradition. And then I leave for the Belmont on Friday to Ooh. go see Mike, on, hopefully yes. win the Triple Crown. So
0: yes. we're, for him. we're really pulling for him. He's a guest of the show and a good friend of mine. Oh, well, he is. And oh, so great, yeah. I met hoping... him once
1: uh, out at Santa Anita. Have you? We brought okay. the Stanley Cup there that day. Oh, you did? 2014. And he came, he was ra- racing that day, won a race, came up, uh, mm. took some pictures with the Cup, but... Again, just I have that connection with, with yeah. so the great. winemaker Mike Smith and him. It's I know it's funny yeah. when you said that. So yeah. yeah, we
0: had him on the show. We're hoping, and he's going to come back in great. studio if he wins. And so we're we'll hoping, have fun. Be that be uh, That it's tough, but we'll hopefully he could Win that, yeah. It's always tough. It's a mile front and a half.
1: Runner, right? Yeah, but yeah. He always to break. He has to break, has to, the whole, the has to break well
0: and it's a mile and a half and it's yeah. a long journey that he's taken and but it's supposed to rain on that Saturday, which is crazy. Justify knows right? how I know, to run in that rain. Huh? He yes, loves he to race in the rain so I think it's kind of funny that it's supposed to rain yeah. in June. So the stars are all Justify. Justifies right, like bring it on. Yeah. I got it. I He's got ready. you. So thank you so much, again, yeah, Jim, for my being pleasure. here. Thank you. It's great. And we're excited, love and it. we'll be back here again next yes. week. Where can everybody find you, Jim, on Twitter?
1: Twitter, uh, JimFox19. Perfect. Or again, again Pat Ney Sellers.
0: Love it. Love so, it. Love it. Yeah. I'm checking out that great. wine. That's right. yep. So you'll see us again next week, same time, same place. Mm-hmm. Until next time,
2: see y'all. Thanks, guys.
1: Bye.